What's the end of that sentence? What's your question? Hey, listen, today, you know, we take questions every day, and I thought today uh, we just hear from you all in terms of what's going on in your marriage, what one thing are you doing to build intimacy and closeness in your marriage, when do you feel most loved? Love to have you join in on our comment line. We have callers already lined up on this Valentine's Day. Mm. Uh, I don't think I wore my red today. I better get my red on here. Uh, Valentine's Day today. Uh, you're welcome to join us with your comments at 888-888-1717 for our storyline. And I want to thank Jennifer and Amy and Gino for helping out here today. And to all of our Facebook friends, thank you for joining us. This would be a great day to share with some friends. Say, hey, uh, why don't you click on or go on the radio and listen uh, to this uh, Intentional Living program today. You're hearing calls about Valentine's and what people are doing to feel more loved in their marriage. You might find some encouragement for some friends who are feeling discouraged. So that's a mission you all could take online today. Okay, let's get started. Our first call is uh, from Arizona. Joan is on the line. Hi, Joan. How are you Hello. today? I am good. Thank you very much. Appreciate Thank you for call. all you do. Thank I appreciate you. all you do. Um, I was just uh, had a little suggestion. I've been married 49 years this Sunday, so that's mm. cool. And uh, so I had a little thing that I think God gave me. So when there's going to be a little argument or a big argument, what I do is go, <clears throat> and I just clear my throat, and I go outside, away from outside, calm down, do not let all those little bugs or little foxes get to you, and then when I come back in, things are calmer, and I don't get into that, and then my my positive thing I do for, I try to um, compliment my husband and thank him for his work, and for do, he does a million things for me. We're, we live on a ranch. There's lots of work, but he's always helping me, and I just make sure I thank him because who doesn't like to be thanked? Sometimes mm -hmm. in marriage, right. we just expect instead of that. So that's what I've been doing. It's been really good and uh, has great effect. Both get along better, and it's a better day. You know, that's that's a lot of wisdom, Joe, and I think in, in life, many of us who've been gifted with the eye of criticism <laughs> we can see we can see all the mistakes, all the flaws, either in people or in a situation. It's easy to gravitate to those things first. What's not happening? What's not being done? Um, as opposed to look at all the things that you know have been done. The, the gratitude. Um, so putting that focus on complimenting your husband. What's been the payoff on that for you and your marriage, Joan? Oh, much better behavior between us, friends, more friendly, a uh, little laughter coming back in. Sometimes, you know, you get very dry if you've been married a long time. It mm -hmm. can be. But you know what? If God gives you something to do, why don't we do it, you know? so And I go to a Bible study that really helps me learn. And Phoenix has been going on for 50 years. It's a women's Bible study. It's really positive. Huh. And uh, a lovely lady named... Naomi Wright started it. Oh, wonderful. yeah, absolutely. I, I knew Larry and Naomi Wright. Oh, wonderful people, yeah. So now, that's what for, we do. For those, is that open? That's open to the public. Yes, and we have free child care. It's very, very well done. And um, it's at uh, 7th Avenue and Bethany Home Road on Thursday mornings. 
And what's the name? Really of it? great. It has a name. Uh, Be- Christown Bible Study. Christown Bible. We have Study. a website too. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you, and congratulations on your upcoming forty-nine years of marriage. Yeah. Thank you very much. Love All you right. guys. All thank right. you. Appreciate it. Larry and Naomi Wright, good people. You know, you think about you've been married forty-nine years. That tells you something. And she's honest enough to say, hey, they, they didn't all turn out to be happy. They have challenges, and we all do. But having a strategy that says we're going to stay connected and we're going to communicate uh, can make a huge difference in your marriage relationship. It's powerful. All right. Thank you, Joan. Appreciate that. Let's take a, our first break. We'll be right back. More calls on marriage on this Valentine's Day. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Are you overwhelmed by the uncertainty of life? For many, uncertainty can lead to fear and unhealthy life habits. In Dr. Randy's teaching, Intentional Living When You're Sick and Tired, you'll learn about the Apostle Paul's work with a church that exhausted and overwhelmed him and his commitment to walk by faith. When you give right now, we'll send you this teaching and we'll toss in God Hears and Answers, a book by Dr. Randy on developing a vibrant prayer life that will grow your faith and confidence in God during times of uncertainty. We'll email you this month's exclusive teaching and other intentional living tools each month. To receive the teaching and the book, call 888-888-1717 today or visit theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. And I hope you'll do that today, that uh, those resources are there for you to help you. Intentional living when you're feeling sick and tired. Do you ever feel sick and tired? Maybe just sick, maybe just tired, maybe both. I don't know. But when you do, uh, we get a biblical perspective from the Apostle Paul in this month's lesson to our intentional living community. Come and be a part of it. Theintentionallife.com or call during West Coast Business Hours, 888 and press number two to talk to our team. Talking marriage on Valentine's. You got the Valentine's card. Try to get a reservation for dinner, right? My wife is so practical. She says, why do we fight the crowds on Valentine's? Let's go afterward or before or whatever uh, when no one wants to do it. That makes sense, Gino? All right. Another guy in there, he said that makes sense to him too. So I think uh, Chick-fil-A will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Big spender here. <laughs> okay. Uh, the chicken sandwiches are pretty good, though. You like the Chick-fil-A sauce? You check that Chick-fil-A sauce on the sandwich, on the fries. Anyway. Okay, let's go to Jerome next uh, in uh, New Mexico. Yeah, I want to make a comment about today's programming, about when you feel love between your spouse and being that presence in God. And I think the time that I feel the most love with my spouse is at the end of a long day or life's just not being fair to us or, you know, doing something like that, or we know struggles are coming or happening. And at the end of the day, when you're laying in bed with your spouse, you're about to say goodnight, you talked about your day, you lay down and you, you know, you cuddle, you hug one another, you kiss each other goodnight. At that moment, nothing 
no problem in the world matters except for the love between you and your spouse. At least that's my experience with it. And I, I look forward to every night to just let go of everything that is bad in life or everything that is going wrong in life or life's just not being fair. And even life's going right. Things are going great. You know, you still want to reach out, hug your spouse, and, and it just makes things just 10 times better when those things mm-hmm. are going right. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right, Jerome. And there's, there's something about that, that moment. Uh, can be a favorite time of day. You know, you've been through all the stress and all the schedules and everything, and now you just know, got an opportunity to wind down and sleep and rest and um, have that that time together to communicate at the end of the day. That's why I think part of it, the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. You know, taking that kind of junk into your sleep. I don't know about you, but uh, when there's a disagreement or a big conflict or whatever, uh, between Don and myself, I don't sleep too well. That's why I get those things resolved. Talk about them. Really important. Talking marriage here, of course, on Valentine's Day. Uh, let's go to Kitty next in Georgia. One thing. Calling from Georgia. Welcome to the program. Hi, Dr. Randy. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing well. Appreciate your call. Great. What's your What's your take on this thing of one thing and what would it be in your marriage? Well, my husband and I have been married for 20 years, and we have eight children. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was sharing with somebody earlier that I found out pretty quickly in our marriage that he wasn't perfect, <laughs> and um, it didn't take very long to figure that out. And I think I spent a lot of time focusing on the things that he wasn't doing that I wanted him to do. And he he kind of brought this up to me several times over the years, and I think about a couple years ago, it really hit me what he was trying to share, that if I could just focus on the things he was doing, they really far outweigh the negative. And I started to change my perspective just by keeping a list of things um, that I really appreciate about him. And I got to where I couldn't stop adding to the list. There were so many things that he does. He's very affectionate. He's thoughtful. He's helpful. He's caring. He's godly. All the important stuff is there. But I think that if you focus on the one or two negative things, I've seen people go to divorce court over less than that. And that's really helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of wisdom there. You're absolutely right. Uh, We become what we focus on. We become what we think about over an extended period of time. And if you're the type of person that looks at your spouse and says, this isn't what I expected, or I'm not getting what I wanted, um, or their habits or traits drive you crazy, it's easy to make those sort of the centerpiece of your relationship with your spouse and miss those other things that uh, really attracted you. One of the things I teach in my conferences is I talk about the attraction principle, that what attracted us to our spouse often becomes a thing that later is an issue in the relationship. I'll give you an example. Maybe you were really attracted to your spouse because they were so stable, secure. You felt secure, stable. Um, they were predictable, honest, uh, all of these things that you really appreciated, like the rock. They're the rock in my life. And now you've been married 20 years and they're boring. So the thing that attracted you, the other side of that, is what can be a problem. Or maybe it was, you know, what I, what I really, really liked, I was attracted to them. They were flamboyant and outgoing and, and so spontaneous and uh, unpredictable and what, and what we did and where we, and I was really attracted to that. And 20 years ago, 20 years later, you're thinking they're so flaky and irresponsible. 
And so sometimes the thing that attracted you to your spouse can be the very thing that later becomes an issue in your relationship. And so just being honest about that, because here's what happens in marriage relationships. Valentine's Day, let's just be real here. Expectations minus reality equals disappointment in marriage. Expectations minus reality, whatever the expectation is. And then reality sets in because reality is life, right? And uh, then that can become a problem or a challenge in your relationship. So just be honest with yourself about that and make that an issue that you can, uh, that you can work on. Okay. Uh, let's go to Beatrice in New Mexico. Beatrice, welcome to Intentional Living. How are you today? Uh, doing good. Praise God. Good. good. What would you like to share about this uh, on this Valentine's? Um, just wanted to share the most loved of my husband when I went through breast cancer. Uh, the Lord has healed me from breast cancer, and he was there through the whole time of my treatments and and at home taking care of me. He's a nurse, but he has been there through my whole time of, uh, of my cancer um, time. Of, and I just want to thank the Lord for his first, for his healing in my body and and for blessing me with mm -hmm. such a hus blessed husband that was there for me through the whole time. And, well, there's a um, promise keeper, you know. We talk about our vows okay. of sickness and health. Sounds like he was there and, and pulled it off and yeah. been walking with you. How did that make you feel yeah. when you were going through that, to have him be so committed to uh, helping you through that time? Oh, it, it just taught me a lot to just made it easier. To have someone there next to you, holding your hand, being there with you through the whole time, you know. Uh, he prayed with me during our, our treatments, and he just uh, was there through so much uh, of my whole time of, of cancer uh, treatments. So. Mm. And how, are you, so how did you say you're doing now? I'm doing great. The, all my appointments have been doing good, uh, cancer-free, and just doing my follow-ups, but I believe in his healing and my body that it's all gone. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, you gave him glory, yeah. and that's, I'm glad you called and got on today, Beatrice. And how, how many years Thank you guys you. been married? Fifteen years. Fifteen years. And this was my second cancer. I went through it uh, in um, 2008, and so even there, he was with me, and we had just been married a, a year, and he went through that with me through the whole time too. So, mm -hmm. so he is, uh, I am blessed with a wonderful husband. <laughs> Thank you, Beatrice. P appreciate your yeah. call. Thanks for sharing that today. Have a good day. Uh -huh. You too. Bye-bye. Uh -huh. Bye-bye. He says in 2 Corinthians 1.8, to the people of Corinth for this church that he was going to rebuke in a sense to really call them to account of his apostleship, and, and he's going back to sharing the gospel, the truth of the gospel and the power of the gospel. He says, for we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even to life. He was sick and tired. Yeah, the Apostle Paul, I mean, when you look at uh, his life, shipwrecked, um, he was abused, he was mistreated, he was thrown into the pit, he was jailed, he had a thorn in the side, as the Bible says, in the flesh, something, I think probably eyesight, but whatever, we're not sure. 
But whatever it is, he had reason to feel sick and tired, more so than probably most of us ever will on the planet. And yet he was very intentional. Paul never used that word, but he would say, you know, I I choose to forget those things which are behind and I press toward the goal. He says, I press toward the goal uh, of Christ. And, And one of the lessons this month is on this topic of where does intentional living fit in when you're feeling sick and tired in your life? Maybe sick and tired in your marriage, in your parenting, in your life. You're just tired and sick. And uh, Paul gives us a great lesson from 2 Corinthians. Just a really powerful message. In fact, there's several places where Paul shares how to be very intentional. It's a very proactive lesson this month on what to do when you're feeling sick and tired. Uh, you all have probably received it if you're part of the community of intentional living. Right about now, mid-month, is when it's released by email. Uh, both the video and audio, and the CD. Uh, But if you're not a part of this, if you're not a part of Intentional Living, can I invite you on this Valentine's Day to come and join us and be a part of this uh, journey to encourage you. We'll be sending you lessons every month to encourage you, and uh, you'll know you're helping support a ministry that's impacting people for Christ. And those of you who are currently supporting faithfully, thank you for standing with us Every month, many of you on the auto-giving program, everything going to help us reach more people, and we thank you for it. Just go to theintentionallife.com, and you can click on the Donate button, theintentionallife.com, or you can call us and talk to one of our staff during West Coast business hours. Just dial 888 and when you press number two, it'll go to our staff, and just tell them you're calling for intentional living. And uh, we'd welcome you to be a part of this. What does that mean? Your monthly support. You determine what that is. There's no set amount. You're making a a donation to our listener-supported ministry to help us continue to cover the cost to do this. And uh, one of the ways we say thank you is to send you these lessons. It'll be just an encouragement to you, uniquely for uh, and exclusively for our members. So again, 888-888-1717, press number two, or go to the intentionallife.com. All right, Valentine's, back to some calls. Let's go to Gorin uh, in Kansas. Uh, welcome to the show. I appreciate your call. Hey, Randy, thank you for having me. I really appreciate your program and your ministry. Thank you. Go right uh, ahead. For marriages. I live almost 33 years being married. My wife just passed away last week from oh. glioblastoma cancer. I'm so sorry. And uh, she's with the Lord. Yeah. The few things that we learned through our marriage and our marriage was like a wine. The older we become, the better become. Although we didn't really drink, uh, <laughs> neither one of us. One thing we learned, we give each other a lot of affirmation daily. 10 to 15 times, I will tell my li- wife, I love you. She will do the same thing. There was no phone call that we would hang up talking to each other and not telling each other that we love each other. Second thing we learned uh, as a husband and wife, being very quickly to each other, be very forgiving. Mm-hmm. We were quickly able to say sorry to each other immediately if we're realizing that we say something wrong or we break the fellowship we immediately confess ourselves and ask for forgiveness and the third that really help a marriage to be able to excel as we were living together we daily pray intentionally i will drive i will call my wife and i will pray to her for 15 20 30 minutes as i've been driving to work and we were intentionally praying for our marriage for our children for all of our needs so that these three things I see involved in my marriage, 
and my marriage becomes stronger as we live together. We were embracing these three things that really help us to have a wonderful, blessed, loving marriage. She was the wife uh, who actually introduced me to the Lord. I came from Europe. I was an unsafe person, and she introduced the Lord to me, and she lived a life to show me the Lord and draw me to Him to the way she lived. So thank you for letting me share this, my little experience that I had with my wife in our marriage. Hopefully it can be a blessing to somebody who hear that. Well, it was, a, it was an encouragement and a blessing to me, Goran. How are you doing? I'm so sorry for your loss. I mean, 33 years, loving marriage. How are you doing? I'm doing better than I expected, uh, only by the grace of God. We just have a funeral the other day. As long as I'm focusing on the truth, knowing that my wife is with the Lord and not lacking anything, and she's in the presence of perfectness, I'm fine. But the moment I'm looking upon myself, poor me, you know, I'm lonely, I'm not having my wife anymore, then I can have a trouble and difficulty. So really, it's above your mind. You have to focusing on the truth. And I feel in the power of prayers of many uh, Christians and believers praying for us and my family. So that's a big part that this Christian community embraces us and praying for us, which is giving us strength each day to get through. Yeah. So it's definitely a challenging journey, but at the same time, we're experiencing grace of God in our own personal life through this tragedy and uh, difficult circumstances. Mm-hmm. Well, you've encouraged a lot of a lot of guys today and women, I think, who have been through a loss in their marriage in the last year here. Great perspective. Valentine's. Maybe for some of you, it's going to be the first Valentine's without that spouse, and it's going to be kind of loss for you. God's with you. Goran reminds us of that. All right, Nancy, California, from California, says here that uh, maybe you've been working on a perspective change uh, with your uh, with your husband. Uh, go ahead, tell tell us about that. In a big way, I have now I now have different eyes on, and it's it's amazing that I'm now my husband and I've been married forty plus years, and um, just looking at him not with judgment or harshness, but serving him no matter what and serving him with God's eyes and God's love, and not looking at him with uh, how he treats me or how he, what he says to me. I'm not doing that anymore, because he's, he's, uh, I'm, I'm loving him unconditionally, and I serve him unconditionally. I don't serve him on how he treats me or what he says to me. I'm serving him as my husband, and it's made a mighty impact on uh, how I look at him. You know, I don't look at him on judgment. And um, I don't serve him with judgment. Now, someone's going to ask, though, Nancy, someone, and and I hear you, and we hear your heart. I certainly do. Mm -hmm. Uh, But some may ask, well, wait a minute. If your husband is treating you poorly or speaking to you poorly or whatever, uh, isn't it appropriate for you to lovingly, even through the eyes of forgiveness, to say, hey, you know, we got a problem here. Uh, This isn't working real well and confronting the reality of um, unthoughtful or unloving behavior. And and that's very true, and and I do do that. But uh, you know, I don't I don't hold a grudge, or I don't. Uh, hey, you hurt me, so I'm going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. It's none of that tit for tat type of stuff. Yeah, it's not an eye for an eye. But um, but I'm glad to hear that you're also willing to p- confront issues because God didn't design us in marriage just to be run over or mistreated. And uh, sometimes we can do our spouse a favor by lovingly confronting issues, bringing things up in a, in a positive way. All right, uh, we're about out of time, but I think we've got time for Teresa from Missouri. 
to wrap up this Valentine's Day show as we're taking calls, hearing people sharing when do they feel most love or what one thing have you been doing in your marriage that's made a difference. Uh, so I would ask you, Teresa, as we wrap it up today, what, uh, what have you learned about marriage? Well, one thing that I learned, sometimes the disagreement comes because of how we think that our mates should be. Yeah. Um, and for me, you know, I had so much going on with my husband in and out the house, and I had chose to read that book, and I start praying to God about what to do, and, you know, I was praying for him to change my husband and show me my husband, and what he did first was show me myself <laughs> and the things that I was, was wrong with me, but, you know, he did show me some of his personalities and things, and I remember praying and God says, I want you to, when your husband starts to fall or when these things starts to happen, I want you to stand up beside him. And, you know, I can remember just crying because I was like, that's so unfair. I'm the female. Who's going to pick me up? And he said, I am. Mm. But he taught me how to go in prayer for my husband and also to know that we was different people and we can agree to disagree and some of the things that I wanted him to be more like me on, he was different. You know, I was more the hellraiser and he was more the peacemaker. And mm -hmm. we needed that, you know, I needed to have that peace whenever I thought I was right. That's a good reminder and a good way to wrap it up today. This is Valentine's Day. And I don't know where you are in your relationship with your spouse. Maybe close, maybe distant, maybe separated, there may be a death. This may be the first of a Valentine's to come to be alone. And uh, I would just say that uh, wherever you are today, trust the Lord, stand with him, let him, let him fill your heart with his love, his intentional love, because he loves you and he cares for you. And he'll be there for you and with you. Don't miss whatever it is that you're learning. I tell people that we go through experiences for a reason. We can either learn through these experiences that'll help us down the road in our own life and in ministry to others, or we can get angry, upset, and uh, live in a state of perpetual revenge or denial, and we do no one a favor, including ourselves. And so on this Valentine's Day, the reality is wherever you are, God is still with you. He's ever present. I hope it'll be a good day, a reflective day, a growing day, an intimate day, maybe in your marriage, a day of some renewal, a revival in your relationship. Intentional Living is here to help us figure out what pleases Christ and then do it. That's the, the mission here. In fact, the whole mission of our ministry is to help affirm faith, offer hope, and then to help equip to live an intentional life in Christ. And that's what we do every day. I want to thank Gino. Thank you, Gino, for making sure Facebook worked today. And all our Facebook friends, share this with others today. Share your comments. Uh, we like you, just like you like us. We thank you for joining us. Amy, thank you for filling in for Stephen. Uh, he was away today with a family issue. And uh, thank you, Jennifer, as well, for your control of the all the technical stuff behind the scenes. To find out more about Intentional Living to support the ministry or for Michigan to, uh, to find out more information about the upcoming Intentional Love Marriage Date Nights, you can find out at TheIntentionalLife.com. 
I'm Dr. Randy. Have a great Valentine's Day. And to my Valentine's Donna, I love you. Have a great day.